It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, the Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Welcome back, Swift Scouts, and this is episode 35. My name's Haley. I'm Ashley. I'm Nate. I'm Jill. And I'm Steph. And welcome back. Woohoo! Woo. Episode 35. We missed Your you guys. Casters are here. I can't believe how close we're getting to Christmas. Yes. I know. As we're recording, it's 10 days. So excited. We just wrapped up the 13 days of Taylor. Obviously, it ended on December 13th. So um, all the promotions are basically over except for our giveaway, which we'll talk about later. But if you want to recap on what you missed, you can go back to episode 34, where we went through each of the 13 days. So all of the awesome items that were new and added to Taylor's store during the 13 days of Taylor, most of them, if they haven't sold out, are still for sale. But some of the special pricing and deals have gone away. And also the promo codes for the free product are now expired. So hopefully you used the code SWIFTCAST and got yourself some awesome free rubber bracelets and guitar picks. Or, you know, another code and got a beach towel. I may have gotten a couple of beach towels. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, like six. So many. So at the end of episode 34, I had a special important announcement about some of our new contact methods. Most of you or a lot of you have probably been listening to the show for a while and are used to all the different ways that you can get in touch with us, but we just recently updated several of them. So listen carefully. Our new email is theswiftcast13 at gmail.com, theswiftcast13 at gmail. Twitter is now at the SwiftCast, no 13 at the end. Website is now also theswiftcast.com. Pretty much if you go to our website, theswiftcast.com, all the other methods are updated and linked. So if you forget any of these and you just get to the website, you'll be fine. And if you already are subscribed on iTunes, that is the same. So you don't need to do anything to update that. If you're subscribed, you will stay subscribed. And if you aren't subscribed, you should probably do that because we're going to have a lot of awesome episodes coming out soon and all of our other social media accounts instagram tumblr ask fm have all stayed the same as they were before so these were just the main important ones that changed Haley, what was the new facebook page i can't remember sorry it's the swiftcast okay so just facebook.com slash the swiftcast is facebook so yeah um those are our new ways of getting in touch with us and if you have not yet followed us on our new twitter at the swiftcast please go do so because we miss you so now i think it's time for some awesome news so let's go into keeping up with swift something really really exciting just happened it actually happened um well here it was on december 12th but for taylor she was in australia so technically this happened on her australian birthday she got a Golden Globe nomination for Best Original Song for Sweeter Than Fiction. I was, I'm so excited. I love that song so much. So that was announced this week. She's really excited. And there's some other good songs in the category, but I really hope that she wins. Um, the other nominees are Let It Go from the movie Frozen. That's by Demi Lovato. Atlas from Catching Fire. Ordinary Love from Mandela, The Long Walk to Freedom, and Please Mr. Kennedy from Inside, Lewin Davis? I think I pronounced that right. So we'll just have to wait until the Golden Globes air. I don't remember the date. I think they air in January. Is that right? January, February, sometime around there. Early 2014. 
And speaking of Sweeter Than Fiction, as you know, it is from the movie One Chance. And the movie came out in the UK a while ago, and it was supposed to be coming out in the US this month in December, but it actually got pushed back. So it's now not going to be out in the US until February 7th, 2014. So by then, if the Golden Globes have happened, especially if it wins, it might be even more popular than it would have been. So we'll update you, but hopefully that's the new official release date. I've been wanting to see it literally ever since we first found out Taylor was doing a song for it. The trailer looks really good. Yeah, I think the first the first people they didn't see in the UK, they saw it in uh, Toronto. That was, I think, well, that was what, September? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So we've been waiting for a long time. Long time. So we'll definitely keep you posted if anything changes with that. And in more exciting news, Taylor was ranked number three on Forbes' top earning women in music for 2013 list. Number two is Lady Gaga, and number one is Madonna. But, I mean, third top earning woman in music is pretty impressive. Madonna actually really surprised me. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really think she was doing much lately. You think it's because, you know, she's got other stuff going on. If it was just about the music, I think Taylor would have it in the bag. I think so. I also think Madonna, I don't exactly know how they calculate this, but I assume Madonna gets like tons of royalties every year from her like decades oh, of sure. old music. Well, I think that, um, I think we all contributed some last minute 2013 income during the yeah. 15 days of Taylor. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so maybe we got her up a spot or two. Not only is Taylor successful, she's very generous too. Speaking of Taylor being generous, she gave a really generous gift to the Nashville Symphony on her birthday. Yeah, $100,000. I think it's really awesome that, I mean, we all know that she obviously gives so much to charity every year, but that she gave such a particularly large donation, I guess sort of as like her birthday present to herself slash to the local music scene in Nashville. She's so generous that she gives away presents on her birthday. I know, right? Who does that? So that was really awesome to... I think they were really appreciative of it. The symphony tweeted about it. I wonder if like there will be some like huge Taylor plaque at the symphony now. Oh, I'm sure there will be something. You know what would be cool? If the symphony had a section in a concert where they played Taylor songs. Oh, that would be amazing. Or even like a special like one night only show that was just like all Taylor music. That would be awesome. I would go to that. So... The American Country Awards also happened this past week on December 10th, and Taylor won the first ever Worldwide Artist Award, which she was not there because she was touring in Australia, but she accepted via video. And then she also won awards for Highway Don't Care for Song of the Year, Single of the Year, and Video of the Year for Group Collaboration. So finally, Taylor gets some ACAs. I know that they've overlooked her in the past. They've overlooked her a lot. I think they made up for it with giving her four awards. So also airing on December 10th was the long-anticipated Victoria's Secret fashion show, which Taylor taped several weeks back in New York City. And she opened the show with Fall Out Boy. She had a really awesome sort of like British-themed dress and hat, which I loved. Um, Jamie could probably give it a way better description than I did, but it was basically, it was like the British flag, and then it was all like in sequins and sparkly. Nice. That's a good description. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like that one. It was better than, you know, striped chop thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so that was when she opened the show with Fall Out Boy. So that was cool to see them perform that song again since 
they also performed it back on tour when he came out at MetLife Stadium when Patrick Stump performed my songs, Know What You Did in the Dark. And there was a special segment during the show where all the angels were talking about why they love Taylor, which, of course, how could you not love Taylor? It was adorable. I'm glad that they gave that some airtime and that was really cute. And then she closed the show with I Knew You Were Trouble, which is like the perfect closing song just because of how, you know, dynamic it is. And it was sort of a winter wonderland theme and her dress, she had a different dress, sort of like a whitish silver short sparkly dress. And I thought it was really cool how she wasn't just performing, but they kind of incorporated her into the models walking. She did. I mean, she was she was working that one ray. She She's was. Got a model's walk. <laughs> I like. I assumed when I first heard she was performing that she would sort of be like on a side or like back of the stage, you know, not on the runway. No, I actually, I think because I've watched the Victoria's Secret show in the past, and they usually they always have who's ever performing that year. They they like let them walk on the runway with the models, and but I think Taylor, she kind of like, uh, you know, she was really playful about it, and she interacted with them, and it turned out really good. Like, her vocals were just perfect. Like, everything about that performance was great. Yeah, her performance was really great. It was so spot on. Her voice sounded incredible. And I liked how it was It was kind of different, the way she performed it. I actually think it was, um, it was similar to the way she performs I Knew You Were Trouble on tour. Yeah, it, it was, was. It was really similar to that one. Kind of, you know, the music at the end. Yeah, which I love. Yeah, me too. It's one of my favorite parts of that song. It made me a little emotional. I was just thinking, how awesome would it be if Taylor came out with, like, a limited edition, like, pink sweatpants line? Oh, my God. So much money. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be the best? Those things are already, like, 50 bucks on their own. Imagine if Taylor's name was on them. But I could just see her designing, like, the cutest ones ever. I mean, they're already pretty cute, but with, like, 13s incorporated into it. Yeah, we know she loves pink, so maybe. And she, she just said that she needs workout clothes, so obviously the best solution is for her to design some herself. Who knows? Maybe they talked about stuff when she was there. I would not be surprised. I mean, that would really be her sort of going into almost a different market and demographic for her. One quick thing about that show. At the end, I thought it was so cute when they were taking the picture together and they asked Taylor to be in it, and she was so shocked that they wanted her to be in the picture, and it was just adorable. She, I think she, you could hear her on TV, she was like, you really want me to be in the picture? It was adorable. It was really cute. And the picture was really good, too. Yeah. They all look great. She fit right in. So, finally, our last piece of news for the week. As we've mentioned a few times, Taylor's birthday just happened while she was in Australia, and she had a birthday dinner with her new friend, Lord, the singer, at um at a hibachi restaurant so that's always fun i know she's gone to some of those in the past and really likes it and then in melbourne i think the next day she also had a birthday garden party which so many gorgeous photos came out of i can't it looks like some magazine photo spread it really looks like something out of a like better homes and gardens or something and um so she tweeted a lot of photos and posted them on her instagram and her mom gave her a whole bunch of vintage kitchenware, which we were actually just talking last week about how we thought that would be a good gift for her. I think I believe I said last week, I was like, if I was going to get Taylor anything, it would be kitchen stuff. Didn't her mom also give her a like talking or meowing Meredith card yes. or something? Yes, that, it was a talking cat card that uh, meowed happy birthday and 
apparently it was from Meredith, from her mom. <laughs> she made a vine about it. That was so cute. So maybe Andrea was listening last week and she got the she idea. was. <laughs> she totally stole my idea for Taylor. You're welcome, Andrea. I mean, all those like long hours flying from country to country, they need something to pass the time. Obviously, they're listening yeah. to Swiftcast. You're welcome. <laughs> so we also asked on Twitter, wanting to know what you guys, Swifties, did for Taylor's birthday. And we got a lot of great responses. All right. So our first submission comes from at ultimate underscore Swift. It says, me and my best friend are going to wear our Taylor Swift shirts and our jewelry and red keds to school. Matching, of course. How Aww. stylish. Aww. I wish, you know, I wish I was in school to do that. I didn't wear a Taylor shirt to work, but I did wear a red headband and fearless bracelet, so I celebrated that way. I did wear my red Taylor shirt when I got home from work. I wore a red Taylor shirt to Target where I had to wear a red shirt. Yes! <laughs> Still counts. I also wore red to work. Our next submission is from at Selly, S-E-L-L-Y, Swifty13, and she made cake and brownies to celebrate Taylor's birthday. Which sounds great, because then you get to eat them after you make them. Baking is always a good way to celebrate. Our next one comes from Eve Swifty. She was making pancakes and listening to the Christmas album, and just remembering how far she's come and done for others. Aww. That's a good one. Our next one is from at Piper Hermione 13 and she said, Ditching school with three friends, baking cookies, Watching Journey to Fearless and tweeting Taylor. Sounds that sounds pretty good. Ditching school. <laughs> we don't condone that. <laughs> but it sounds, sounds like, like you had awesome a really day fun day. Yeah. Our next one comes from at Sorry for My Arm, which is a hilarious Twitter handle, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Baking cake and having a T Swift inspired kitchen dance party. I do that every night. She does. <laughs> All right, and our last one comes from at Christy Chrismut, wearing Tay things and listening to her music. So it sounds like you guys all did a lot of similar things. It sounds like I do those things almost every day. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen even more once we get our stuff from Taylor Nation. Yay, 13 so Days of merch. Taylor. I bought so much stuff. If you bought stuff during 13 Days of Taylor, send us pictures of you enjoying all your awesome merch. We'd love to see it. Especially if you used our code. I think it's now time for some more mini-segments. Yay! Even more submissions! Yes, our first one is a Swifty bucket list, and this is from Leo Howard, and he wrote to us on Facebook. He wants to meet Taylor, have a conversation with her, go on a date with her, and teach her about cricket and rugby. You can knock all of those things out on the date. Our next one comes from Aloose101 on Twitter. And they say it's a perfect night to throw a birthday party for Taylor by yourself with your cat. LOL. That sounds awesome. Taylor would be so proud. Our next one is from at 13 Magic Swift. And they say, I want to go to Wyoming and go to all the places Taylor went to when she was growing up. And that's their Swifty bucket list. That sounds really cool. That does sound cool. I did go to Wyoming once. I drove through it anyway. Oh. Yeah, I actually used to live by there. It's it's there's stuff to do. It's not like New York City or anything, but it was <laughs> cool like to be where, where Taylor grew up. Our next one comes from at Taylor Candy Love, skipping a Taylor song and then feeling guilty about it. Swifty problems. Oh no! 
I definitely have that problem. If there's a specific song I want to list, listen to and her CD is always in my car. And so when I skip songs to get to that one, I feel really bad. I totally have the same problem. I skip Taylor Swift songs to get to other Taylor Swift songs. That's the only time it's allowed. <laughs> so our next one comes from at S-P-E-A-R-M-X-N-T Styles. I think it's Spear Mix T Styles. And they say, wanting to go to the Walmart in Hendersonville and purchase a copy of Fearless like Taylor did. Swifty bucket list. That's a cool bucket list that item. That's cute. That's a that's an original one. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, that's a really good one. We also have a, a Swifty problem from at Alus101. Their submission says, When I'm excited for the new album, but I'm not ready to let go of the red era. Well, fortunately, we probably have a little bit of a wait before the new album. That is such a problem though. I'm right there it with is. you. Especially now that she's changing her hair, people I think are getting ready for the new era. <laughs> the closer it gets, though, the more anticipation that's going to build. So, oh yeah, be, it'll be easier and easier to let go of red. It's yeah. so hard though, especially when red is your first era. I mean, if Taylor's proven nothing else. It's that each era, no matter how much you think it can't, always tops the last one. Mm-hmm. I know. It's so hard to imagine how she's going to top red. We'll just have to wait and see. Yep. Our next submission is another one from Taylor Candy Love. And they say it feels like the perfect night to buy all of the 13 Days of Taylor merch. You must be rich. And now it's time for our main discussion. We're going to talk about our favorite song on Taylor's Christmas album, which is Sounds of the Season. Yay. I'll go first because I know mine right away. So my favorite all-time Christmas song has always been Wham's Last Christmas. So when I first heard the um, Christmas album Taylor did and heard that she sang Last Christmas on it, I was so excited. And I think that's just my favorite one on the Christmas album. It's Last Christmas. That one is my favorite, too. And it's funny because I've actually never liked that song before the Taylor version. It's so good. Her Just version is great. Yeah, I've never. Yeah. I always thought it was kind of a depressing song when I heard other people sing it. I really, I pretty much only like Wham's version, which is the original one, and Taylor's version. I also kind of feel like, of all the Christmas songs on the album, that one is the one that sounds the most like a Taylor song. If that makes yeah. sense. The lyrics are kind of perfect for her. Yeah, and she gives it like a really upbeat vibe, which I really like. I love that one. That's my favorite. This is a tough one for me, but I really like her interpretation of Santa Baby. I don't I don't like the original version of that song, but hers is just like so sassy and yes. I don't know. I really like it. I'm with you on that one. I think of, of like I think there's like six tracks on the album. I think that the two best are Last Christmas and Santa Baby. That's just my opinion. I, yeah, I agree. I love her version. It's so sassy. It's just so Taylor. I really love Christmas is When You Were Mine, just because the way she wrote it makes you actually feel like you can see it, like you experienced it. You can tell even from the name that it's such a Taylor song. Yeah. <laughs> is it strange that I, in some weird way, think of um, the moment I knew as a Christmas song now? <laughs> <laughs> it is almost Christmassy. It is like Christmas is all in the like scenery she describes. So even though it's like obviously really sad and not a Christmas song, I like when I think of Taylor's Christmas songs, I think of that as one of them. So it's been 
quite a few years since Taylor came out with this album, and we've been dying for another one already. So what would everybody like to hear her cover? I know mine for sure. I've wanted this for years. I really want her to do Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Oh, that would be cute. That would be a good one. (laughs) Rascal Flatts actually has a cover of that song that I really like, and I can just see Taylor doing a really good job with it, too. There's so many Christmas songs that I like that it's it's hard to pick. So I really want her to come out with more of a not grown up or more mature Christmas album because the Sands of the Season, you know, she did when she was still a teenager. I want to hear things like "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Oh yeah, that have would be yourself great. A merry little Christmas. Ooh, I have a good one to relate to that. That is one of my favorite Christmas songs. Um, the song that's called "My Grown Up Christmas List." That's yes. what I was just going to say, Joel. Yes. I love that song. I would love to hear her cover my grown-up Christmas list, especially because it's older and, you know, she's kind of, you know, she's grown up now. There's, um, I don't even know the name of it, but some Christmas song by the Spice Girls. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I know the song you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it. I don't know the name either. It's like a really upbeat song that's in like a lot of commercials. I don't know. I think it's called like Christmas Rapping. Christmas Rapping. Yep. Yeah. Is that even their original song? I'm not even sure. Well, I would like her to cover that song. Can she cover all the Christmas music? Yeah. I think the other one I would like, it's one of my favorite songs, probably just because when I was a band geek, I always got to play the whip for orchestra. But Sleigh Ride is such a fun song. It's one of my favorites, and I think she would do a great job on it. What about Winter Wonderland? Yes, that would be, oh, she'd sound so good for that. There's something about Christmas music. It's just, it just has like a very country tone to it. So really, I think, I think any song that she sings just would, would really be, put a, like a really nice twist on it. So. I would also like to add that I get super annoyed at, especially lately, how stores and radio stations will start playing Christmas music in like October, but I would be a lot less annoyed if it was all Taylor music. (laughs) The last one I really want her to do, it would be a duet song, but Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh yeah. Yes! That would be good. That's the other one I was thinking of. Maybe she could do it with like Hunter Hayes or Luke Bryan. Ever since, um, because I love Elf so much, I want her to do du- edit with Zoe Deschanel. Oh, that would be incredible. I love they, both of them. They'd be so good. I'm honestly surprised since Taylor, you know, did a cameo on uh, New Girl. I'm surprised that Zoe and Taylor haven't talked about collaborating at all. Well, she did say that she has a long wish list of collaborators, so who knows? Maybe they are. I hope they do. So we also asked you guys on Twitter to send in some of your um, favorite Taylor Christmas songs and opinions. So we're going to read some of those now. Our first one comes from Rianne Eliz93. And they say their favorite song is Silent Night. They say, I love how powerful the last verse is. It's a vocal standout and really poignant. Our next one comes from Slay Tay Swift and Christy Krismet. Christmas is when you are mine. So that they had the same song that they really liked. That was a that was a favorite. Yeah, and I love how how young she must have been when she wrote that because this CD came out in 07. It's got great lyrics. Our next submission comes from EV Swifty on Twitter and their favorite song is Silent Night because it really just reminds me how sweet and purely amazing Taylor is. You can really hear her love for Christmas. Our next one, we heard from both Ocean Eyed 5 and 
31, Renette 13, 14, and they both said that their favorite song is Christmas Must Be Something More. Oh, we didn't talk about that one. I like that one. Yeah, I love that one, too, because she wrote it again when she was so young. All right, and our last one comes from Super Swift Fan 4. Let's face it, Taylor's entire holiday album is on repeat for weeks. And they said that that was a swifty solution to al- Christmas album problems. <laughs> I love that that I love that that's a hashtag that's catching on. We should keep using it. We should. I love swifty solutions. So thanks for sending all those in, guys. That was an extra little segment. Um, we love Christmas theme stuff. So now that we've talked about Christmas, we're going to move into our fan projects. And our first one is actually also related to Christmas. This is a swifty Christmas card exchange. And this is through Swifty with a Y, 448 on Taylor Connect. And she's organizing a Swifty Christmas card exchange to share messages to Swifties around the world. She is going to personally send cards to each Swifty who signs up and will share those Swifties' addresses with other Swifties on a card exchange list. So if you would like to participate in this, please send her a message on Taylor Connect or email Jill underscore wagner w-a-g-n-e-r 15 at hotmail.com and in your email please include your name mailing address and whether you want other swifties to send you cards and your email address so another contest we have is our theme song contest and we've talked about this before all you need to do is record around a 30 second theme song for us you know lyrics musics whatever you can come up with we're running the contest until the end of this year which is creeping up so get those submissions in and if you win you'll be featured on an episode of swiftcast um your theme song will be played at the beginning of every show and you'll also receive an hour single so we're taking any submissions you come up with so send them in and you can send them to us at our email theswiftcast13 at gmail.com or you can use the contact form on our website theswiftcast.com so send those in because it's almost over and for um, if you want to look at any other projects that we have mentioned in the past or that are still ongoing, uh, at theswiftcast.com, under the Fan Central tab, there is a button for fan projects, and that will show you all of the current ones going on. All right, Haley, so give us some info on the Red Shows. Well, on December 11th, we had Perth, and then on December 14th, we had Melbourne which were both amazing. I think both of them saying Taylor happy birthday and there are some videos up and I kind of teared up a little bit. It was amazing. <laughs> and that's it for the Australian leg. Yeah, that's it. It's over. And Melbourne was the last show of 2013 and the very first show of Taylor being 24. So I emotional. She that. No more Red Tour 2013. And so now she's on break. And she's going to come back in February. She's going to be going to London. And she's going to have shows on the 1st, 2nd, and 4th. And she's going to hop over to Berlin on the 7th. And then she's going to go back to London on the 10th and the 11th. And the vamps are going to open for her there. So we have, you know, a month and a half now of no shows. Speaking of Red Tour stuff. Yeah, speaking of, 
Um, we still have our giveaway going on for the uh, for our red zip-up hoodie. So uh, if you guys didn't know, we exclusively previewed the Red Tour zip-up hoodie from the 13 Days of Taylor, and we are able to give one away for you guys. So it is kind of expensive, so if you did want one, you can enter our giveaway. It's really easy. We have everything outlined on our Twitter, actually. So you can either scroll down to find the tweet, like scroll through our pictures, or you can just go to our website. We have a direct link to the tweet. In the tweet, it tells you everything you need to know, basically to uh, retweet us, follow us on Twitter, and then there are some other steps for you to do if you want additional entries. So um, if you entered the contest before on our old Twitter, we have gotten a new handle since then. Uh, the tweet got lost, unfortunately. So make sure that if you want the zip-up hoodie, that you retweet our most current tweet. So in lieu of that, we did extend the deadline until January 10th. So so uh, we still have plenty of time for you guys to, to enter. So the contest is going to be open worldwide. So um, even if you know you live in Australia or over in Europe, I know you can't get the zip hoodie over there. So uh, you can retweet our tweet and be entered to win. So good luck to everybody. And make sure you retweet the tweet that has the graphic on it, not just any of our tweets. Yes, you'll find the original tweet, which has the instructions, and you'll see that that one has like 200 or so retweets already on it. So that's the one that you want. I think it's only, you know, a couple pictures down in our pictures, and you'll be able to see it. We tweet about it all the time, so. So good luck to everybody who enters. And before we go, we want to remind you to please subscribe to us on iTunes. As Ashley mentioned earlier, our iTunes has not been affected when we updated our contact information. And so if you've already been subscribing, you'll be fine. And if you would like to subscribe to us, that would be great. We love having more subscribers and we love hearing from you. So please feel free to give us a review on iTunes. And so that leaves us with next week, Taylor Will. I know exactly what's going to happen. When Taylor gets back home to the U.S. from Australia, she, I think she's going to have to win back Meredith's love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meredith is going to be so mad. I think she's going to bake for Christmas. That's what I think. She might have her American birthday party if she wants to have another one in addition to the Australian party. I actually think that she's just going to come home and she's going to hibernate for a month with Meredith and her Christmas tree. And Law and & Order. And Law maybe and order. be in the studio for a little bit. That would be cool. Probably. Um, I also think that Andrea probably is going to stop Jill to come up with more gift ideas for Taylor. <laughs> Obviously. So I don't have any this week, Andrea, but I'll help you next week. <laughs> so speaking of things coming up, on next week's episode, you can look forward to us giving you sort of a look back at 2013 with all of our favorite Taylor moments and sort of a countdown of the year. So get excited for that. Yay! Well, it'll be a big episode all about Taylor in 2013. And we're and really excited. That will probably be our last regularly scheduled episode of the year as a lot of us are traveling and we're going to be taking a holiday break. So episode 36, we'll have to hold you over for a little bit until we come back in january we promise it won't be long we'll be back so this has been a swiftastic episode 35 so this is Haley, ashley nate jill and steph merry swiftness all right we'll see you guys in a week bye guys peace out swift scouts swiftcast is no way affiliated with taylor swift big machine records or 13 management